Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive I'm Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. It is 5.06. I'm your host for today's show and throughout the week, Doug Fitzgerald. Filling in for the commander. Uh, he's going to be back next Monday. Uh, we have Johnny Cadillac at the board producing the show. I want to thank him for doing that. And we want to thank you for joining us here on the fourth day of the new year already. 2022 is how we're going to call it. Not, not 2022, 2022. And uh, I tell you what, the weather has been crazy. And tonight's going to get worse. So I want to make sure that you're aware of what's going to happen. It was nice today, but uh, everything's about to change overnight. From 6 tonight till 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, we're in a wind advisory. Gusts up to 45 miles an hour. So uh, make sure to tie down anything that's loose outside. We don't want to see your, you know, your trash can blowing by my house later on tonight. Uh, secure those things down. Uh, along with the winds, the temp's going to drop as well. It's going to be around 8 degrees, giving us wind chills well below zero. They're talking like 10 to 20 below zero uh, for tonight and tomorrow. So uh, just be aware of that. And then it looks like the temperature as well is going to going to hover between like 3 and 15 degrees throughout Thursday. All right, so winter is here. Uh, just be aware of that. Take care, especially when you're driving out. That snow melts and then it, re- it freezes back up again, so we want to be careful with that. Obviously, Chris Lofgren is taking care of us uh, with weather checks uh, throughout the show. Now, yesterday we kicked off Drive Time Linking, looking at the top New Year's resolutions that people make. So what I thought we'd do for this first week of the year on Drive Time is bring on experts who can give us all uh, some practical and proven advice to help us keep some of those top resolutions. I like to call them priorities, all right? Uh, I equate resolutions with goals. We talked about them on the morning show yesterday. A lot of people just kind of throw them out. You know, two weeks into it, you know, and you're not doing it anymore, right? The resolution's gone. Priorities, though, by definition, are things that you need to take care of in your life or else there's a detrimental effect to you and those around you. So we want to make sure that we have great experts coming on the show, which we do today, uh, who are going to help us walk alongside and keep us accountable throughout the year. Now, Johnny, uh, yesterday you helped me identify the top five resolutions that people had going into this year, which were, number one, lose more weight. Number two, lose uh, exercise more. Number three, save more money. Uh, Number four, improve your diet. Number five, pursuing a new career or a business. Um, And we dug into that and I was doing some more digging today, Johnny, and I want, I want to ask you a question. Uh, you know, people make these resolutions at the beginning of the year, but I want to know, what do you think is the percentage of people who make a resolution actually keep it throughout the year? I want to say about 15%. Ooh. But... Well, the numbers I've seen is 8%. Okay, I was thinking 15 might have been a little high. A little bit but... lower than that, yeah. and actually that was of the people that they actually uh, asked, which meant 42% of those said they'd do a resolution 48% said they wouldn't. So of the 42%, it's 8%. So it's more like 3 to 4%. If they even set a resolution, they actually follow through. That's why we want to talk about it today. I think it's extremely important. Since money was a top topic, yesterday we brought on financial expert Michael Krauss. He gave us some great info uh, how to be successful in handling our money. He shared his proven steps for how to establish a budget, get out of debt, and invest for the future. And if you missed that show, we highly recommend you go check it out on our website at KLN.com. You can also download our app, which has been refurbished. We found some brand new features this week on it. Uh, KLN app is a great way to check the podcast out and listen to 
past shows. Well, from fi- uh, time to time here on Drive Time, uh, Lincoln, we brought in business owners, business leaders, obviously, to, to get the pulse of the current climate of what's going on in the city. And today we're going to look at what it takes to successfully pursue a new career path, uh, current career path, or a business. So I invited Jeff Dostel in uh, to join us. Jeff is Director of Market Growth at Leadership Resources here in Lincoln, and he's been working directly with business owners and employees in developing a clear path for success, plus he's been involved with the business world in Lincoln for decades now. So Jeff, I want to welcome you to Drive Time Lincoln. Doug, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm excited for our conversation today. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Uh, First thing I want you to do is why don't you tell us about yourself, your story, and then ultimately how you got involved with Leadership Resources. Well, I'll go back to been in Lincoln since 1990. Northeast Nebraska boy, just like you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Been with, started in 1993 in this exact building in the world of, of media sales. So this is like a little homecoming for me today. This is fantastic. I know you walked in, you saw some people you knew. Yep. We were talking about the history of it all. Yep, the famous Chris Lofgren Chris was Lofgren. here. Yep. That was fantastic. No. So we did that for 12, 13 years, and then myself and another friend broke off and started a consulting company. We did that for another 12, 13 years, and then I spent three years up in Omaha at a radio group running the sales team up there, and about two and a half, three years ago, decided I wanted to stop commuting to, to Omaha. <laughs> For those cold days that you were talking right. about. And I started about two and a half years ago with Leadership Resources here in here in Lincoln. So you've been involved really with helping businesses grow from both a marketing standpoint um, throughout the years. Now you're working with businesses from the inside mm-hmm. uh, to really help them identify strategic plans, helping them set priorities and achieving those both both not only from a business standpoint, but also I'm assuming from from the employee standpoint as well, because obviously those are the people you're working with. So uh, tell us more about Leadership <laughs> Resources. Uh, how did it get started? What's its story? And then what is your overall purpose? Yeah, Leadership Resources is, is a great story. I was actually a client of theirs, probably one of their first clients back in, I would say, 2004, 2005, ballpark somewhere in that area. Uh, Boyd Ober, Dan Cedor, two extremely well-known individuals here in town, very respected individuals here in town, partnered up and decided that they wanted to create an opportunity to help businesses and individuals improve and succeed both in the areas of leadership and strategic planning, Mm -hmm. making sure that they were operating their business the way that they should. And they've grown that and developed that over the last 18, 19 years. And it's it's flourished. Mm. Um, I was there, I think I started in May of 2019. I think we had nine or 10 employees. We're up over 25 now. That's awesome. um, Just in a short period of time because the demand is there. The need is there. There's a lot of companies that are looking at developing stronger leaders. That's one of the things that we do. And there's a lot of companies that they might have a vision for where they want to take their company. They're not just not sure how to get there. Right. That's what I love about One Shot, right. One Life. I'll do a little plug for you here. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> um, and so if people don't know, Doug and I have known each other for, for several Quite years, and I'm a big fan of Doug. And what you do in One Shot, One Life is is very um, linear to what we do on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Is You've got to have an idea and a destination of where you're going, whether it's developing yourself as an individual or whether it's improving and developing your company. And so how do you do that? What's that vision? Where do you want to go? And then what are the steps that you have to take right. to get to that point? So we're very big on habit creation, whether it's you as an individual improving your habits mm-hmm. or you as a company improving your habits because task clarity is a is a powerful powerful thing and if you can bring task clarity to where you're going as an individual mm-hmm. or your company can have task clarity on how it's going to grow some magical things can happen and we've seen that over the years 
So, you know, as you work then, and, and generally, just talk about when you go into an organization, um, what do you do? Yeah, How do so, you assess and walk through that process? So, yeah, I appreciate it. So, really, two areas. Uh, one is starting with the individual. There are companies that, unfortunately, they put individuals into a leadership position because those individuals are good at what they do, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily because they're good leaders. Right. And so those individuals step into that leadership position, and a lot of them don't have the skills in order to be an effective leader. And so a lot of bad things happen. The people that they're leading aren't happy. The people that are above them aren't happy. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a mess. And so what we're able to do is we really focus on the soft skills of leadership development. How do you lead yourself more effectively? Really simple things like time management. Yep. How do you prioritize? How do you set your high payoff activities? How do you organize your day? Some of those things like right. that. We step into how do you lead others, which is obviously a key in this area. How do you have difficult conversations? Probably one of the biggest things that I've seen in my years of doing this is leaders, business owners, spouses, Mm -hmm. whoever, it's difficult having a difficult conversation. So a lot of people just avoid it. There are skills and behaviors that you can bring into that conversation to allow you to do it more effectively and more efficiently. And so we get into that and then we, we wrap it up with emotional intelligence. Hmm. Emotional intelligence is such a key in this whole process. If you understand how you react in certain situations, if you understand why you react a certain way in certain situations, it makes you better able to engage with that individual. So that's the individual side of it. From the business side of it, we'll step in and we'll just have that conversation with them about where are you going and how are you going to get there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of companies that don't know where they want to go. Um, What would you say is a percentage of that? Like how many, like how many companies and, you know, know or have a plan? Well, you know, here's, here's, here's a real interesting piece of that is that there's a lot of companies that if you ask the owner of the company, in their mind, they have an extremely clear vision. And then if you ask anybody else in the company, what is that vision? Right. They have no idea. So there's a lot of really good business owners who are very clear in their mind about what they want to do, but they're terrible about, cask- we call it cascading, cascading mm-hmm. that, that vision and that idea down to everybody else. Right. So what we'll do in those scenarios is we've got proven processes, and I know you're a big yep. fan of proven processes. Absolutely. You know, so we'll work with proven processes and we'll work with them to make sure that we help clarify their vision for them, make sure that they're all on track on the, and going in the same direction. So if we grab six leaders in an organization and we say, where does your company want to go? We want to make sure all six of them are saying the same thing. And then what we'll do is we'll kind of reverse engineer from that process. Okay, now do we, what do we have to do? In order to get there, mm-hmm. how do we bring clarity to the responsibility of everybody within that organization? One, one of the things that's kind of interesting is a lot of times companies will hire somebody and then try to figure out what to do with those individuals. Right. What we have found is we, if we can help orchestrate with that business, the ideal business set up for them and identify the top priorities within each of those areas, we can help them find people that are the right fit. I know we're going to talk about finding people and making yourself available to be, right. you know, career advancement. That's a big part of that. So a lot of people hire somebody, but they're not sure what they're going to do with them. Or when somebody comes on, a lot of times what we'll see them do is they'll say, you know what, I hired a really good person. I'm going to let them do the, do the things that they can do. Here's what happens. That person fills that vacuum with the information that they think is best, and it might not match the direction the business owner right. wants them to go. So all of a sudden now, the business owner <laughs> hired this great person, and this great person is doing the things that they think they should be doing, but the business owner is saying, wait a minute, that's not what I want you to do. And it's, and it's really simple things sometimes. I got a phone call from a client of ours in Houston, 
and I just thought this was kind of funny. He called me up one morning and he said, I want to talk to you about my, my receptionist. And I said, okay. He said, she shows up at 8.30. I said, okay. And he said, well, what do you think about that? And I said, well, what time should she be there? And his reply to me was kind of funny to me. He said, don't you think she should be there at 8 o'clock? I said, I have no idea. I don't know what you guys have agreed upon. I said, have you ever had a conversation about what time she should be there? And he said, well, no. And to me, that's a microcosm of so much of what we deal with, is that ownership, leaders in an organization, management in an organization, they have this mindset about what they think people should be doing. They don't do a very good job of cascading that information, those ideas to everybody else. And so the communication is really lacking in a lot of organizations. And then there's frustration. But Mm -hmm. again, it's... It doesn't make any difference if it's within a company, within a relationship, whatever it might be. Communication is so critically important, but clear communication, clear expectation, and then are there are there ramifications if somebody doesn't follow through? Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about you reinforce what you allow. And so we'll have a lot of managers in an organization. They'll be frustrated. They'll say, I've told these people 10 times to do this, and they still haven't done it. And the answer is really, well, you shouldn't have told them 10 times. You should have told them once. And then there's something that there's consequences that happen if you don't do that. And it's just like, you know, we've, we both raise kids. Yep. If our kids are told to do something and they don't do it and there's no consequences, they just keep doing it. So we reinforce what we allow and we show business owners this and we bring a lot of reality to the picture for them so they can understand what are those little steps that they have to take and and the you know the thing that's real interesting for most small businesses um that we work with um, across the midwest and across the country um you know what you're seeing is these individuals who have a drive and a passion for the business that they started they don't have a drive and a passion to lead and manage people mm. So a lot of times they'll... Or they don't know how to. They don't know how to, and that's one of the reasons they don't have that drive and passion for it. So they'll pass that on to somebody else. And unfortunately, they're passing on something that's really, really important, Mm -hmm. and that's the leadership of that company. And we see a lot of companies, unfortunately, whose growth has stagnated simply because of the fact that the leadership has stagnated. Once we can come in and help people better understand how to lead themselves and lead others within the organization and lead into a process and a system that everybody can buy into Mm -hmm. and hold each other accountable to, there's some amazing growth that happens even during the COVID process. And we'll Well, talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. This is some great information uh, laying the groundwork for what we want to talk about, some practical steps. And obviously, we're talking about New Year's resolutions, but priorities, it doesn't matter if you're an individual or a business, priorities are key, and having a systematic plan to get you there is what's going to help you have success. Well, it's uh, 521. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. And we're talking with business growth expert Jeff Dostal. And Jeff, you talked about COVID there for a second. We had um, this morning on LNK Today with Jack and Friends, uh, we had Chris Whitney from the Chamber of Commerce in uh, on, actually, on the phone, and uh, we were talking about uh, really what they're focused on, which is helping uh, develop the workforce here in Lincoln, but COVID's had a huge impact on businesses. What have you seen in regards to that? Yeah, well, that's really interesting. Um, A lot of times people will ask us, who are your ideal prospects to work with, whether from a leadership standpoint or a business standpoint? And the answer to that is an organization or an individual that has a growth mindset. And the reason I say that is the reason that there's a lot of companies that haven't flourished is in some scenarios, it's because of the fact that they don't have that growth mindset. And I'll give you an example. There's a client that we work with that um, when COVID hit, 
the first thing that he said to me was, we're going to double within the next nine months. And mm. I said, I said, explain that to me. He said, I know what my competition's going to do. He said, they're going to pull back. They're going to get nervous. They're going to lay some people off. And they're, it's in the construction world. And they're not going to be as aggressive going after bids as possible. He said, we're going to pick up and handpick the individuals that we want from that organization to join our team. Oh. And we're going to go ahead and be more aggressive on the bids because we know we can do the work. So there's the difference of there's somebody who got really nervous, right. one company, and one company with the growth mindset. Um, you know, another example, real life example, there's, there's a company here in town does amazing work and they work with a vendor. Well, as soon as COVID hit, the vendor pulled back. And so the production and the, and the product that this company needed wasn't there. So they had to go find another vendor. Hmm. And unfortunately, that vendor came back 12 months later and said, hey, we want to get back in business with you. And that company, they said, well, we've already moved on. We found somebody else, and they're doing a really good job for us. So because that company didn't have that growth mindset and got afraid, they lost business. And I'm sure they lost more, more business than just this one company. Well, that's good. Um, we're going to stick have you stick around for second half of the show. Is that good? I'll do it. What we're going to do is we're going to get into practical steps from a business standpoint and an individual standpoint. If you want to progress, develop success, and look at that plan, how do you, how do you develop that to get to a point where you talked about those two examples uh, where they're being proactive rather than reactive in the current market. So it is uh, 523, and we're going to take a quick break here. And you're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3-KLIN. You're getting the 411 from ETL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back. It's 526. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the Commander this week. We have Jeff Dostel here. Uh, he is a business growth expert in town, works with the Leadership Resources. And Jeff, you were setting up really well, and I wanted to come back real quick before we go to our hard break at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but, um, you know, people are really looking personally for developing their own career, even looking at possibly uh, establishing a new career, stepping out. And we'll, we're going to we're going to look at specific steps in the second segment. But uh, why don't you share with us and talk to us about a little bit about that so we can get into it uh, when we have you come back? Yeah, I think it's I think people need to look at, at skill development. They they need to have a, a clear vision right of what they want to do and and where they want to do it. Um, I've got a son uh, very close in age to your son. Yes. And we had a long conversation last night about what direction does he want to take um, his career and being really clear on being able to do that. Do you remember you and I talked about reticular activating system years ago? Absolutely. The RAS. <laughs> so, so, so the RAS, reticular activating system, it's, it's a part of the brain. And it, it, it allows us to bring in what we deem to be important to us and block out what we think is a threat to us. And the clearer you are on the vision you want for yourself, the more you're going to see the opportunities you need and the solutions that you need in order to get to where you want to go. So I think it's really important that if somebody's looking to make a career change, they've got incredible clarity mm -hmm. on what they want to do and why they want to do it. And a plan. You know, I've talked to my son about the same thing. My daughter as well. She daughter owns a business. Son uh, works here in town at a bank. And being very clear about what is your future plan and goal that you want to achieve and what, what what's going to take to get you there. Right. That's what the plan is. And that RAS, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's like me, buy, you know, you, you buy a truck, right? A white truck. And you think, ah, this is really cool. And what the reticular activating system does, if I, if I understand it correctly, is you think it's really important to you at that time. Yeah. But then you realize next thing you know, after you get the truck, 
You notice every other white truck that's yeah. around, right? Because it's because important to you. It's important to me, right? Exactly. Same exactly. what you're talking about. So what's that clarity of where you want to go? Because the solutions, the answers are there. You just may not see them right now because you don't have that clarity of that direction. Well, when we come back uh, in the second segment, then I'm, I'm excited to, for you to give specific steps, both from a business standpoint and an individual standpoint, of what people can do then to progress both in their business growth and also their personal and career growth as well. All right, we have a wind advisory. It's 43 degrees outside. Make sure that you take care of yourself. We've got to have wind gusts up to 45 miles an hour with um, temperatures. I think wind chill factors below zero as we uh, tip into tomorrow morning and go throughout the day on Wednesday as well. So we want you to be aware of that. Uh, and uh, the rest of the week's looking really good. Um, after that, we're going to be around 40 in the 40s, I think, from about Friday, Saturday, Sunday on. So it'll be really good. All right, we're going to take a quick look at Husker Sports. The 12-1 Husker women's basketball team has a couple of big games coming up. Tonight they're going to take on 8th-ranked Michigan, who is also 12-1. Tip-off is at 8, pregame at 745. And then on Sunday they're going to play number 22 Iowa here at 1 o'clock. We want everybody to get down there and watch the game. Pregame's at 1245. You can watch, uh, listen to both of those on B107.3. Then the Husker men's basketball team traveling to East Lansing tomorrow night at uh, taking on number 10 Michigan State. Tip-off at 6, pregame at 5. You can hear that on KL. I am, but because of the pregame, we will not have drive time Lincoln uh, tomorrow night on Wednesday night. Then the team travels to New Jersey to play Rutgers on Saturday with tip off at one and pregame at twelve noon here on KLIM. Well, coming up in the second half of the show, we're going to uh, continue our conversation with business growth expert Jeff Dostel. And if you're wanting uh, to advance in your career position or take a major jump in your career altogether, Jeff's going to give key tips to share with us to get us there. Right now, we're going to check in with Fox and KLIN News. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln. On KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thanks for joining us today on Drive Time Lincoln. It is 537, 42 degrees outside, and uh, I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, filling in for the commander this week. We're having a great conversation. Uh, you know, while we're on break there, Johnny and Jeff and I were talking, so we're going to dig into that here in just a minute. But I wanted to say one thing. I think we have one of the best news teams around. Uh, it's great having Carla James back. We've got Tom Stanton, Mark Vale. They've been around for, for years. They're a stellar, uh, you know, stellar group. So I just want to tell them thanks for all the hard work that they do in bringing us um, the best news uh, here in Lincoln. Well, coming up on Drive Time uh, Lincoln later on this week, we're not going to have a show tomorrow night due to Husker men's basketball. But Thursday, I'm excited to have Dina Noe and uh, Mary Terrell from the Great Plains Trail Network. You know, we're talking about um, New Year's resolutions, and one of the big ones is getting help and fit. They do a great work, and I don't think a lot of people know about it, but their group uh, is an advocate and support system for the trails here in Lincoln and Lancaster County for jogging, biking, walking, and horseback riding. Uh, they sponsor what's called, and they just started this a couple years ago, called the Lincoln Trailathon, where they challenge people to get on all the local trails here in Lincoln. If you do that and complete all of them throughout the year, you'll have walked, ran, bicycled at least 78 miles, and they've got rewards. Now this year they're going to be introducing uh, fun um, scavenger hunt and all kinds of things. So they're going to be in uh, on Thursday talking about that so we can get people active and involved with Trailathon for 2022. All right, we've been talking with business growth expert Jeff Dostel. Jeff's the director of market growth at Leadership Resources. And in the first half, we looked at what it takes for businesses to grow strategically. If you missed it, we want you to go back to KLIN, go to the podcast section for Drive Time Lincoln, and you can get caught up on the show itself and listen to it and share it as well. Now, Jeff, 
Jeff, um, I've worked for a lot of, uh, you know, with a lot of people over the years and really developing one's career uh, is one thing that people worry about a lot. And um, basically it's because they don't have a plan. So in this segment, I really want to talk about uh, how can we help people, our listeners, um, develop a plan that's really going to get them to where they want to go, either in their current career or uh, maybe making a career jump. Yeah, I think you and I were visiting about that. And I think it goes back to what we had talked about in terms of having clarity of vision and understanding what they want to do. And even if they don't have that pinnacle, this is what I want to do for the rest of my adult life, that's okay. What do you want to do for the next year? What do you want to do for the next five years, 10 years? Whatever that might be. But have clarity of that vision. There's something that we created at Leadership Resources. It's called the success chain. And if you want a picture, at the very top is is the word success. Now, success is something different to everybody. It's a feeling, and success to you is different than success Mm -hmm. to me, success to Johnny. But in order to achieve success... We have to have the, the specific results. And so those are measurable. Those results are measurable. Right. Well, in order to achieve those results, we need to have the right habits in place. Habits are something that I'm doing on consistently on a day-in and day-out basis with intention. I'm leaning into it, and there's a reason that I'm doing it. And then in order to create habits, we've got to have the right mindset. Why are we doing that? If we don't think what we're going to do is going to help us, we won't do it. Right. You know, it's that time of the year where everybody's going to the gym and trying to do diets and all those other things. Well, there's a lot of people that they have the intention and they're trying to create the habit, but they might not believe in it enough. And so they don't stay consistent with it. So they don't see the results. And so they don't have the success. But here's something else that I think is really important in this success chain is that that mindset impacts the habits that we'll step into or won't step into. But what impacts the mindset? Well, what impacts the mindset are previous experiences. What were those previous experiences that we had in our life as kids, as adults, um, as an employee, employer, whatever it might be, what are those previous experiences that we had that impact how we think about things? And it's really important that people understand that because of the fact that if you don't think that you can be successful at something, Mm -hmm. where's that coming from? Did you have an experience in the past and somebody said you can't do it? Did you have an experience in the past where maybe you Excuse me, maybe you failed mm-hmm. and you don't want to try it again because the, fail, the failing was an embarrassment to you. Whatever it might be, those previous experiences are incredibly powerful. You can't change your previous experience. Right. What you can change is how you look at those. You can change, you know what, it was in the past, it's done, it's behind me, I'm going to move forward with these different habits. And so that whole idea of creating habits that work, and so if somebody wants a career change, my number one piece of advice, have clarity on what you want to do and why do you want to do it. So I was talking to my son the other night, and we were talking about he's interested in getting into a potentially a sales career. And we were talking about do you want to get into a career where you sell something one time and that's the end of the income, or do you want to get into something where you sell it once and there's a residual opportunity? And his comment was, I hadn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. A lot of people don't. He's framing his picture about what makes sense. And I see so many people who jump from career path to career path to career path because it sounds good, but they haven't thought through. What is that vision? What is the clarity? What's the outcome that I want to achieve by doing that? And the clearer, and that's why I said I love One Shot, One Life, because the clearer you can be mm-hmm. in terms of what you want to achieve, the easier it is to, to go down that path and start to have that success. It's like people who, I think you had mentioned it uh, during the break, um, you know, maybe they go apply for that job and they don't get it and they apply for another job and they don't get it and then they apply for another one and don't get it and finally they just give up and think, well, I can't do this. How do you develop those habits then? 
to change that mindset. Yeah, it's 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 about application. Uh, when we work with leaders through our, our program at Leadership Resources, um, our program is actually, actually an 18-month program. A lot of people go, okay. oh, my gosh, why 18 months? Um, we've developed some amazing content, and our delivery process is that we'll get together twice a month in a, in a cohort of anywhere from 10 to 12 different leaders, and we do it virtually, so we work with people all around the country, and we share some skills and behaviors, and then the next step is the most important one, the homework the homework is applying that <laughs> skill or behavior. That's the important part of it. And then get back together with that group and have a conversation about what worked and what didn't work. And again, it's not that it's, it's a punitive thing. It's a, I tried it. It didn't work. Okay, let's have a conversation about maybe why it didn't work. That personal responsibility. So if somebody's going out and they're applying for a job two, three, four times, do they blame the the employer and say those employers are stupid? They won't hire me, or do they take a look at how did I present myself? What's on my resume? How did I have a conversation with them? What did I share that that would be attractive to them? And if it's something that they really want, they need to fine tune those skills and fine tune that delivery that they provide, and go back in and not give up if it's something that they really want. And it's investment in yourself then, right? You invest in yourself to get better, to improve, to add to um, you know what you offer to other people. Accountability in there as well. So that group when you get together, right, is, I'm assuming the accountability part is what holds people uh, to those tasks that they need to achieve. It does. And, and there's, how powerful is that? You and I have talked about this over the years. If, if you don't want to be held accountable, somebody else can't hold you accountable. Right. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, I can have all the best trainers and, and coaches and everybody in the world, and if I really don't want to do it, I, I won't right. do it. You know, that motivation has to be internally. So, again, I talked earlier in the, the first segment about having that growth mindset. If you truly have a growth mindset, and what I mean by a growth mindset is do you truly want to get better? Do you want to improve? Do you want to improve how you handle yourself? Do you want to improve the position that you have within the company? Do you want to improve um, a different type of company, a different industry, whatever it might be? If you've got that mindset, then again, going back to one shot, one life, what are the proven processes? What are the proven practices that are out there? There's a lot of really good information that's out there. Everything that you need to know about being a better employee, about being a better employer, about being a better leader, all that information is out there. Mm -hmm. You can go online and find it all. The difference is is are you applying it on a consistent basis? What are those little changes of habits that you're making on a consistent basis? Because of the fact that if you have decided that I want to have a career in whatever field it is, what what position are you putting yourself in in order to make that happen? And the thing that's interesting about all this is is a lot of people hear this and they go, well, that's really simple. You know, give me give me give me that magic that magic pill. There, there's not. It isn't. Yep. There's not a magic pill. The the solution is clarity on what you want to do. And then consistency of that action in order to get to that point. And truly understanding, sometimes you're going to get there faster than other times, and sometimes there's going to be points of frustration. And that's okay, because if you want it bad enough, you'll fight through that. Right. I think people, you know, that's the question, is how bad do I want it? You know, I was talking with uh, Caleb, our news director in the morning show yesterday, when we talked about her on Monday, yesterday. Yeah, this yeah, is yesterday. <laughs> I tell you what, this is a hangover week, yes, holiday is. week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about that, but we we're talking about the two things that will cause you to do what it takes to get to where you want to go. Usually having a why that revolves around somebody else. You want to do it because you know it's going to impact somebody. And then having somebody there to hold you accountable to that action. So uh, we're going to talk about communication in just a second. Good. It's 547. You're listening. 
listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIM. And we're talking with business growth expert Jeff Dostal. Jeff, in the break, uh, Johnny had brought up a good question uh, and talking about communication, right? So when you're working for or with somebody, a lot of times communication can be confrontational, at least that might be the perception, uh, when it doesn't need to be. Let's walk through that process. Yeah, well, so... Because if we can learn this... Uh, principle and this tool and apply it, it can change not only your business relationships, it can change your marital relationships, yeah. your relationships yeah. with your kids and anybody you, you interact with. Well, and that goes back to what we were talking about and sharing with Johnny. It, 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 it goes back to emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence, it's, it's not kumbaya, let's all hug each other out. Emotional intelligence is we have a mutual respect for one another. I think Coach Osborne mm-hmm. probably has more emotional intelligence than, than anybody I've ever seen in my adult life because he got gentlemen, young men from all across the country to come here and run through a brick wall for him. And best of my knowledge, he never had to yell at them to do it. But they knew that he truly cared about them and they truly cared about him. And so that's emotional intelligence. And so how do you get through that process? How do you how do you create that opportunity? So one of the things that we are talking about, I shared a story with you. And um, it was a young man that was a, a diesel mechanic. And he was working for an owner. And this owner, every time he did something wrong, the owner would just yell at him. Well, this young man, you know, continued his career and got to the point where he was a manager. And so, you know, what do you think was his go-to <laughs> style? His go-to style when he saw somebody doing something wrong is he yelled at him because that's what he understood. And he was going through our program and got to the part on emotional intelligence. And we challenged him a skill, a behavior. We said, the next time you see somebody doing that, we want you to walk up to him and ask them, have I ever shown you the way that we would like you to make that repair? And he kind of chuckled and he said, he's probably going to faint if I say that to him because all I ever do is yell at him. <laughs> And so he came back two weeks later. So he went back and he did his homework. He did the application right. part. He started to create a new habit. He came back two weeks later and he said, I can't believe it. He goes, it, it worked. And we said, share your story. And he said, what I did is I saw this person doing this and I felt this thing in my, in, in my chest and I just wanted to blow up like I always did. And he said, but I remembered all of this stuff and information you were sharing with me and this new skill that I had. And I walked up to him and I just said, have we ever shown you the way that we'd like to have you make that repair? And he said, he just turned to me and he thought he saw a ghost. Mm. And he said, but the difference afterwards was amazing because now that young man started coming to him and asking questions. That young man started coming to him and engaging in, in ideas mm-hmm. on how to make the shop more efficient. Other young mechanics in the shop started to come to him with ideas. Communication, Johnny, you hit on it. It opened up the lines of communication simply by that one act. And now his shift is more efficient than any other shift within that operation, simply because of the fact he created a habit of conversation, communication, and he engaged in it and he followed through with it. Now, he needs to keep working on it. Right. Because he, he's the first to admit, I see somebody doing something wrong and I want to jump back and just yelling at them. But if I can create those different habits, so whatever it is in your life, especially when you're looking for an opportunity, if you go into job interviews and you always mess up in one area, understand that. Critique yourself and be okay with that mm-hmm. and say, I want to improve and I want to do a better job. Do those practice interviews. They make a difference. Just having the conversation. You and I both know that if we can have a conversation multiple times when we get to the to the real one, it makes it that much easier because we've practiced it. We've right. gone through that. So going through those communications, going through those conversations, but having that clarity because when you are being interviewed – Somebody knows whether or not you really want to be a part of that organization or if you're just going through the motions. Yeah, we talked as well, Johnny was talking about what, what if it's a confrontational uh, conversation you need to have with somebody. 
dissect that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and, and, and confrontational. You feel like that, right? Well, and, and confrontational is, is how you step into it. Right. If you think it's going to be confrontational, you got to step back and say, why is that? Well, a lot of human beings do not like to disagree with, with the other. And so we try to avoid it a lot of times. Well, if there are clear expectations, so let's let's say that you're an employee of mine, and I've given you really clear expectations up front on the four or five things I need you to do on a consistent basis. And this was along the lines of what we were talking about with Johnny. And you agree, okay, those are the things that I need to right. do. And a month later, two months later, I get together with you and I say, Doug, I love having you here, but you're only doing one of the five things. It's not a confrontational conversation. It's a productive conversation because I get to say, do you not understand how to do those other tasks? Do you need more assistance? Do you need more guidance? Now, you might say, you know what? I just don't want to do those things. Okay, that's if that's the case, you're not the right person for the job. And that's okay because the expectations are clear. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So it, it comes down to how is that conversation communicated? What are the expectations up front? And if the expectations up front, everybody can agree yeah. on, it's not a confrontation. It's not a confrontation simply because of the fact that it's just going over something that we've already talked about and we both agreed on it. And how can we make it a constructive opportunity to say, you know what, you might need some help. Let us go ahead and help you because you're an important part of our organization. We have just a couple of minutes left. Um, what else would you like to share with our listeners can be really helpful in regards to just really wanting to pursue your career with success? You know, right now, there's opportunity. No, oh, there is. Um, there's there, huge opportunity. There's so many companies that are looking for people and not just anybody off the street. But if, if, if you have the desire to work, if you have the desire to um, grow within an organization if you're willing to put in the effort and the energy, there are tremendous opportunities that exist out there in almost any company. And you don't even really need to know anything specific about that operation necessarily because a lot of people will hire a good person and teach them what they need to understand. And so if, if somebody's looking for an opportunity, don't give up. Don't give up. Understand that there's a lot of opportunities, and you just got to make sure you put yourself in the best position to be accepted. The stats are, they say unemployment's like, you know, anywhere between like 1.3 and 2.9%. The reality is we look at the participation rates at 68%, which means there are job opportunities. I have never been on Indeed.com until two days ago, and I got on there looking at Lincoln job opportunities. Mm-hmm. There are good jobs, oh, yeah. a lot of them available if people oh, are yeah. willing to pursue them. Oh, yeah, and a lot of people think, well, the only jobs are the are, are fast food or something like right. that. That's, not, that's not the case. That's not the case. There's a lot of very professional positions that people are looking for individuals to be a part of their team, and they can't find them. Right. And so this is an opportunity that if you want to make a change, this is a great chance to take advantage of that. So um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to get more information? Uh, So Leadership Resources is lrsuccess.com. They can go to our website. If they want to reach out to me, it's just jeff.dostal at lrsuccess.com. And we're happy to answer any questions that they might have. And if we can offer any guidance or direction, we're more than happy to do that. Jeff, thank you so much for being in here. This was really good. Really enjoyed good. it. All right. And if you want to catch more of the show, you can go back to KLN.com or download our app and listen to it there as well. Gain a lot of great information. Jeff Dostel coming in, uh, our uh, leadership growth expert. We really appreciate that, Jeff, and your time. So it's 554. Uh, we're going to take our final break here, and then we're going to wrap things up. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN.
It's 557, currently 42 degrees out. Uh, Drive Time Lincoln, you're listening to. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Again, I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander. He's going to be back this coming Monday. He's uh, taking a well-deserved break off. And just like Jeff said, we didn't realize like all this weather is happening. It really just came about on us today uh, with this wind advisory that's going to happen. So from 6 tonight through 6 a.m. tomorrow, you're going to have a wind advisory in effect. Gusts up to 45 miles an hour. Temperature is going to be below uh, below 10 degrees, I think. I think we're going to be around eight tonight which means our wind chill is going to be you know anywhere in the negative digits so be careful out there uh, make sure you tie down anything that might blow away and that temperature that low temperature is going to be around through thursday i think we're not even going to make it out of 10 degrees i think on thursday so be careful we want you to uh, just take care of yourself and those around you speaking of that and speaking of the cold weather uh, kln has teamed up with bryant air conditioning heating electrical and plumbing to help families in our area stay warm this winter for the 11th year in a row uh, we have the warm winter wish furnace giveaway uh, now it may be hard to believe but there are a lot of people in town um, who have furnaces that actually aren't working or they're on the fritz and if they do break down they really don't have the resources to take care of it so you can nominate someone then to receive a brand new furnace all you need to do to get more information is go to our website kln.com for more details and here's the catch um, the deadline is January 6th, all right? So we want to make sure that you get that information and get people plugged in. Again, Husker Sports, um, tonight the women's basketball team takes on um, Michigan, 8th-ranked Michigan. Uh, Tip-offs at 8 o'clock, pregame at 7.45 on our sister station at B107.3. Tomorrow, men's basketball travels to East Lansing, taking on number 10 Michigan State. Tip-off at 6. Uh, the pregame starts at 5, which means we will not have drive-time Lincoln tomorrow night. Well, uh, if you want to catch the Recording of today's show or past shows, or you want to share them with other people that you know would make a difference, simply re, uh, head on over to our website again at KLN.com and download the app. You can find Drive Time Lincoln there in the podcast section. And then make sure to join LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Tomorrow morning we have What's Chapter Your Hide on Wednesday, right? And that's going to be fun. We want to thank uh, Jeff Dossel for coming in, Johnny Cadillac for producing the show, and the commander will be back next week. Sports Nightly is up next. You've been listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3. KLIN.